KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. You know, I think everyone should listen to <laughs> Now on FM 1071. In 1991, then-Senator Joe Biden said, if you're in possession of crack cocaine, you should go to jail, minimum sentence, five years. He was very proud to have written that law with the KKK Grand Poobah, whatever they call those guys, Strom Thurmond. And uh, he was very proud of that. Said, oh, yeah, I wrote that law, and I did increase the, the sentencing, and I did lock people up for crack cocaine possession. Good morning, San Antonio. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning, Jimmy. Good morning, Don. we got a lot to talk about this morning. So here we go. The only question that we have – oh, by the way, something that happened yesterday. Corrine Jean-Pierre discovered a new word, purview. She was so, you know how Kamala gets on a word like sunshine, it's a sunny day. And, <laughs> it's sunshine, it's sunshine. Yesterday it was Corrine Jean-Pierre in purview. Everything was in the purview of the Secret Service. And they would ask another question. She said, that's in the, in the Secret Service purview. And it's purviewed by the Secret Service. And I'm talking purview here. Okay, so here's my question about that. Will the Secret Service fall on their sword? Because what we're talking about with the cocaine in the White House, folks, is their credibility, is their ability to keep the people who work in that place, including the president. And by the way, it's the most secure building on planet Earth, just so that you're aware of that. It is the most secure and observed building on planet Earth. Uh, the president goes by that very area. They claim the cocaine was found in a number of times a day. So... If this were not cocaine, which is, by the way, a deadly substance, but if it were not cocaine that was found there, let's just say it was anthrax. Let's just say it was ricin, where ricin the size of your pinky fingernail could wipe out an entire building. Let's just say it was that. Then who's in trouble? <laughs> the Secret Service, of course, because somehow... The ricin or the anthrax or whatever deadly substance it may have been got past them and got right next to the president's office and orifice. So they know. <laughs> they know. They don't have to do. They have ordered. We're going to do the finger analysis on the bags. And by the way, we find out now it's a zipper bag. Have you all looked up cocaine zipper bags online? Oh, they're cool. They have logos on them, you know, all kinds of various logos. You can get them with, with uh, the Coca-Cola logo, but it says cocaine. It's a, it's a zipper pouch that you carry around. You zip, unzip it, and you dip your cocaine out, and you zip it closed back, and, yeah, you walk around. Yeah, yeah, this is not – when you heard about it at first, it sounded like one of those little bitty baggies you carry your pills in. It's a Ziploc. No, this is a zipper bag. Zip, zip, zip. You can find them online. They're available out there. So this speaks to the Secret Service. Their integrity and their abilities, will they fall on their sword? See, when this began, when the story first broke, the Coke was found in the library, the family library, where the family goes. And then it suddenly changed, and you just heard the report that Don played. 
man, no, everybody. It's it's in that cubby area next to the Oval Office, and everybody goes in there. Every everybody, you could go in there. You yeah, go ahead, just walk on in. Everybody's welcome in there. Hell, there just the other day there were like fifty thousand people in there. This is what the media's playing it up to be. And the media's also laughing it off. They think it's really funny that this happened. And now. The White House says it's going to take several weeks for us to do the investigation. Now, why would they say that? Why would they say it's going to take several weeks to do the investigation? Why would they slow walk it? Because uh, if it were anthrax, if it were ricin, they'd know right now. They'd know right now. They'd be telling you. But this is going to take several weeks. Why are they telling you that? Coming up. I believe, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure the date is July 28th, is when Hunter faces the court on his deal he made on the gun charges and the tax charges. Remember the deal? And he faces the judge, I think it's July 28th. So if it takes several weeks, and if it's after July 28th, because keep in mind, the use of or the possession of illicit drugs will totally blow that deal up that Hunter made. So if they get it past the July 28th and the court signs off on it, well, then, hey, he's free to go. So as I said yesterday, and I'll say it again today, and I said it to Sean, too, as we were as I was getting off the air leaving at 9 o'clock, but I said it on the air on this show yesterday. They probably already have their fall person all lined up, made that person the offer they can't refuse, which is usually something like this. You cop to this or you're going to go away to Leavenworth for 20 years. You have a choice. You can cop to this and we'll get you off scot-free and you can go back to your life and, yeah. Or you're going to go to Leavenworth. Or in some cases where it's extreme, you cop to this and we'll get you off. Or you go to Dealey Plaza and we put a bullet in your head. They've done that before too. So this is uh, th- this is, they probably already have somebody put together on that. You know what I was curious about while all this was going on? Where's Joe's outrage? You know, all the media is talking about how Joe was meeting with the Swedish prime minister yesterday and the media was hollering questions at him and he just kind of smiled at the media. You know, well, he, 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 they were all saying he's ignoring questions. He won't answer the questions. He's not ignoring the questions. He doesn't know where he is. Look at him. You look at that man's eyes. He's not in there, folks. He's gone. He's not in there. And so uh, where's his outrage? You see, you would think that if somebody got an illegal drug, whether you think it ought to be illegal or not is, is another issue altogether, right? That's not what we're, we're not arguing the legality of drugs. They're illegal as of today. We can argue whether they ought to be illegal at another time. But they are illegal today. And there will be people that will be arrested today for possession of cocaine. It will happen today. So, Joe, where's the outrage? Why aren't you standing up boldly proclaiming, I will not permit this in my White House. This is an illegal substance in my White House. We will find out who brought this in here, and we will prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. Instead of that, he just, huh? What happened? I don't even know what went on. And then finally, 
Elaine, I sent you a video. Jimmy, I sent you a video. Don, I thought I sent you the video. I'm just curious what you guys think. During the uh, fireworks display on the 4th of July, while the whole family was standing on the Truman balcony watching the fireworks, did Hunter do a bump of cocaine or not? Now, I've been in the entertainment business all of my life. Radio, television, movies, music. Been around a lot of really big-time stars, both in this business and other business, entertainment business. I've seen people do cocaine. <laughs> I've seen them do it. Now, I don't know if he's doing a bump. We, they, that's what they used to call it, do a bump, where you do it a little bit. And uh, they actually have devices where you can, like, put it in your watch. Looks like a watch, but it's not really a watch. It's a holding place. And I'm just curious, in that video that y'all looked at, when he's watching the fireworks with the family, he hands the daughter off to the wife or whoever that is. And he turns around, and he, behind Jill, raises his wrist up to his nose. And then here's the telltale. He starts to wipe that nose. <laughs> you know, making sure you get it all. And I'm sure that Daddy Joe's not doing booger checks. Right? That's what they call a booger check. Let me check your boogers. Make, make sure you don't have any white stuff in a booger. We're going to do a booger check. I'm sure Daddy's not doing a booger check. But then Hunter does the classic thing after he wipes the nose. And I don't know if he was doing a bump. I have no idea. But after he wipes his nose, maybe he just got the sniffles in July. Maybe <laughs> it could be. Maybe he's got the sniffles in July. But anyway, he wipes his nose and then... He does that whole thing where he slicks slicking his hair back and he can't he can't seem to rub his hair enough. Cause it makes everything up there itch. You itch in your head when you do that stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. My guess is that it's a possibility and that that was if it was, if that's what he with the line one's ringing, if that's what he was doing, then that was a that was a couple of middle fingers to America. <laughs> which he has done every time he's been caught doing something or accused of doing something. He gives the middle finger to everybody. So it could be that. But isn't it, isn't it odd? Does it seem odd to you that the liberal media is laughing about this? Does it seem odd to you that nobody in the White House seems to be fired up about this? Let me just take a few of your calls at 210-599-5555. Do you, do, if, if it, this much cocaine that they're talking about that they found in a White House, if it was that much anthrax or that much ricin, it could have wiped out everybody in the White House, including the President of the United States. And they're laughing about it. They think it's hilarious what happened, or at least on CNN and everywhere else. And I, I think the reason they're joking about it on CNN and everywhere else in the, in the mainstream media is they want this to go away. They want it to be minimized. <laughs> Everybody does a bump. Everybody does cocaine. That's not the point. The point is not who does it and how often they do it. The point is that could have been anything else that could have been brought into the White House. And so I return to my original question and, and, and really kick this around with me this morning. 
210-599-5555. Will the Secret Service fall on their sword? That's the only question that needs to be answered. Will the Secret Service fall on their sword? Because if they don't find out, like today, who that was and how that got there with all the cameras in the most secure building on planet Earth. And by the way, one more thing I'll add. Everybody goes in through one particular area and you are searched top to bottom everywhere. Your, your pockets, everything. You're searched. You just don't go through a magnetometer. Everything is searched. Except family. Family can come in and their pockets aren't checked. It's kind of interesting, don't you think? Well, I do. I don't know if you think so, but I do. Hey, Jaime, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. Hey, good morning. My, my, I got a comment and a question, and maybe you can help me understand it. We all know that once this presidency is over and it's a Republican president, no matter who it is, or someone that's opposing the liberal media, they're going to start running all their stories and they're going to start acting a fool and asking all stupid questions because they're part of a political group. When, when are we going to have, my question is, when are we going to have politicians or even lawyers or someone that's going to go against this media and start claiming that they're a political party and they shouldn't, they shouldn't have the freedoms that, they shouldn't have the freedoms that the media has, like the freedom of the press, because they're not a, they're not press anymore. They're, they're a political party. That's what they are. They, they run with the liberals. They're, they're running, they're trying to run this government. How, how can we do that as a people? Like, I mean, what kind of... What kind well, let me, t- let me tell you, Jaime, I'm getting a lot of noise on your phone, so i got to let you go, but thank you. Let me just tell you, you had a guy for four years named Donald Trump who was doing exactly that. Remember, he wouldn't let Jim Acosta get away with the crap that Jim Acosta was putting out. He always held Jim Acosta to account. He did that with the rest of them, too. That's why he called it fake news, the fake news media. That's exactly right. Um, and during that time, remember... Remember what you saw born. You saw OAN born. You saw Newsmax born. You saw all those other channels that were born out of that time frame. Why? Because the American people want the truth. I say every morning, ABC on our own station, they don't tell you the truth. They don't. ABC as a network as a whole, they don't tell you the truth. In fact, I watched them on television this morning. They didn't tell you, they didn't mention this at all. The only big network that's talking about this in a serious way is Fox. But Fox already has their own problems that they're dealing with when it comes to to, uh, telling some lies, not being completely truthful. So, yeah, you you put Trump back in there, you're going to get yourself somebody who's going to tell, that's going to hold that media to account, that's going to call them the fake news again, call them on it when they do it. You're going to see the rise of more legit news agencies and people who are going to tell you the truth. But for the most part, whether you're talking CNN, ABC, CBS, for the most part, their reporting, their news, is nothing more than propaganda. And I've played for you examples of them reading the exact same words off the exact same script. And we already know in the smaller markets across America that that's exactly what we have. We have newsrooms that don't have anybody in them. So they get their script from the main guys up at, uh, you know, in D.C. and New York, and that's what they read. And so it's all propaganda. You remember this song? Are you are you doing are you doing Hunters of Gold in there? What are you Gold Dust Man? Or what are you doing is, in there? I think this is his song. Yeah, yeah. could be man. Old school rap going on. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I'm gonna watch you. Let's do a booger check. 
Look up. No. Look up at look up at no. the ceiling. It's no. booger check. You're not my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I am. <laughs> I'm your daddy. All right, Don. That's look up rude. at the ceiling. Booger that check. is rude. It's a booger check. No, Don's clear. Yeah. Elaine's clear. I know her. She's she's never touched anything in her life. <sighs> we're gonna start having booger checks. Every- <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> we're starting booger checks every morning. Yeah, we are. No, no. Yeah, we are. I snort whiskey. There <laughs> uh, you go. That actually works. I've done that. Oh no, you haven't. Yeah, have you have really snorting, uh, snorting tequila and whiskey. It oh works my god, great. we don't recommend that, children. No. Do kids do not do what that do you on your own. If you're you over gotta... 21, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Well, if you've got a sinus infection, that may help. It yeah. clears it up quick, doesn't it, Elaine? <laughs> It clears it up quick. That must have been a really good night for you. Nashville. Oh, Nashville, yes, Tennessee. Say no more. Yeah, that's Record. about all you need to say, right? <laughs> Record label. Wow. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was tequila. It was uh, one of my mentors. He was like, no, you just do this and you don't drink the whole night and people think you're drinking. Really? Yeah. It was a trick that he would use to say uh, ahead of the curve so that he was How do wasn't I not know about that? I've, I've been on this planet 60 years and I've been around people who have done everything in the world. Yeah, and I have never heard of this. And Elaine and I just broke your she cherry. Just, she's like, yeah, you should. They you do really bumps in Nashville, like <laughs> powdered or liquid. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know the powdered bumps. That, I'm serious. I know that stuff. But I, I had no idea that people would put a straw in their nose and suck down their drink. No, nah, ah. you put like two fingers in your drink and. That's all. See, he really has. Yeah. Right, let's do a booger check. Do you have any tequila up there? Got any Don I'm, not Julio you, I'm not letting you look at any orifice, sir. <laughs> well, that's good because I, I don't want to look at any of them. Hey, you can't threaten him with a good time. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> uh, can't threaten me with a good time, Jimmy. Thank you very much, though. Nice. Appreciate it, though. Thanks for the offer. It's a new feature on the show called Got Snot. <laughs> it was sponsored by. <laughs> we'll find somebody yeah. to buy it. Well, <laughs> we at, always at point, do. <laughs> at this point, Julio's would be a good choice. <laughs> yeah, we'll double dip. <laughs> big Pharma and, Texas and Big clinic. Liquor. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get somebody to do it. Yeah. All right. Every ENT in town is like, no. No, don't do this. What are you talking about? Every parent is, too. You know yeah. that. Right. Oh, no, don't even bring that up. Yeah, Jimmy's a bad influence. He real- <laughs> That's why we're not Boy, allowed to play with him did, after school. Did you just say a mouthful right, right. there? We're okay. not allowed to Who play with Who brought it up first, you. me or Elaine? You. No, I got the tape. Elaine oh. said she snorted whiskey before well, I said it was That true. is true. It's, it's uh, on the tape. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it is always Elaine, it, isn't it? She has been a corrupting influence oh, on my life for many, oh, many yeah. years. Do you see right. the only child in me I deflected to somebody else you really immediately? Did. But yeah. it's, it's factual. You're doing the Hunter Joe thing. Where you just deflect to somebody else. Whatever you're doing, you're saying somebody right. else is doing so it. You blame it on Wayne. <laughs> All right, quick break. Coming right back. Trey Ware, KTSA. Let me let you in on a little secret. Companies make. FM 1071, the Trey Ware page at KTSA.com, 210-599-5555. We're talking cocaine for a little bit this morning, but we've got a lot of other stuff to get into. But just a, a couple of other real quick uh, questions. Our, our, our points. I just made this point to Elaine off the air, and I'll make it again with you guys. Um, you know, if you want to find out really quick who this was, then the media needs to turn their attention away from was this Hunter because <laughs> it was Hunter, right? Okay, that's what I think. That's my opinion. But they need to turn their attention away from that and turn their focus completely on the Secret Service and ask the question. Do a deep dive. Do a 60 Minutes interview for 20 minutes on Sunday night. Can the Secret Service protect the White House and its inhabitants? Remember, the first family lives there.
Yes, if rice in the size of your fingernail gets in there, it kills everybody in the building. Yeah. This could have, as easily as it were cocaine, it could have been ricin or anthrax released inside the White House to wipe out everybody there. So here's the real question that the media needs to be asking, which they won't ask because they know that then they'll get their answer. Can the Secret Service do its job? Their job is to protect the White House and the inhabitants in the White House. That, where we are now told, if it's true, where we are now told that that, uh, that cocaine was found, the president goes by there several times a day. In fact, his motorcade stops there. He gets out of the car and walks in through that entrance. So... Can they protect that building or not? Can they protect the inhabitants, including El Presidente and all of the others that are running around inside of there? You have cabinet members. They have the cabinet room right next door. The cabinet room is right there where the cabinet meets and you see all that stuff on TV. You could wipe out the entire cabinet of the United States of America. Yeah, right there with one little thing, anthrax or, or rice in the building. So the question to me right now is not whether or not it's Hunter, because I believe it was. I mean, who else has got the track record, okay? All right. But uh, the real question is, can the Secret Service protect the White House and the people in there? That's one question. The other question is, what are they doing right now that we're being distracted by this? You know how these people work, right? They distract us by something like this. Because at the end of the day, this has no real national implication. It's not going to affect you and me. But what are they doing that is affecting you and me? While we're focusing on this, while all the attention is being paid on this, what are they doing? What are they up to? Because they're up to something. You know they are. They're screwing around with something somewhere that will affect you. And that's why they've got this thing going on. Hey, Al, you're on KTSA. Good morning, sir. Yeah, I'm thinking about Joe Biden and his son. Does it ever give you the impression that Hunter don't like his daddy? He's doing everything he can. To bring them down. <laughs> nobody be that stupid. You know, Al. I. You know what I think. I think they're both very uh, unlikable uh, people. Uh, Joe is a lion scumbag and has been since he ever got into politics. I, I can go back and play audio of the show of him lying to people's faces and then coming out two days later and saying, yeah, I was lying about this, that, and the other. And he's gotten away with it all of his entire life. And the only thing I'll say about that, Al, is an apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So when you hear all this stuff about Hunter, whether it's drugs or women, prostitutes, all this other stuff, then you can count on it that the same is true of Daddy, that he learned it from Daddy. And so they're, it, they're, they feed off of each other. They're, they're pea, two peas in a pod, and that's why you see them together all the time. They feed off of each other. They're both lion scumbags. They're, they're, the, they're the worst on, the, on planet Earth to be in the position that they're in right now. I, I just said he's doing everything he can to bring him down. Yeah. Well, it might be, but uh, I I, I kind of doubt that. I, I think they're in it together, and I think that uh, for for all you know, fifty years, Joe has has truly been one of the untouchables. He has not been held accountable for any of his actions, and obviously, Hunter has not either. He violated gun laws. Now, his dad. Every time there's a shooting, by the way, that they support. When these people shoot people on the streets, they support it. Why? Well, I'm going to tell you why. First of all, they talk about gun control. They really don't want gun control. What they want is to sue the gun manufacturers, just like the tobacco industry was sued many years ago, for billions of dollars. That's what they want. 
So they're pushing these these people to go out and, and commit these crimes. I fully believe it. They're behind a lot of stuff. I'm talking about the, the apparatus itself. They're behind a lot of this stuff so that they can promote gun control, which causes people to buy more guns. And now they're going to sue the gun industry like they did the tobacco industry to line their own pockets. That's what's coming. But you got Joe out there talking about gun control all the time and pushing gun control all the time while his son is violating the gun laws that are on the books. And when it comes time to hold Hunter accountable for violating the gun laws that his dad says he wants more of, he gets a pass. Anybody want to take a swing at that one? Why would the court give Hunter Biden a pass on gun laws, federal gun laws, that should land him in federal prison for 10 years? Why would they give him a pass on those gun laws when his daddy is pushing even stricter gun laws? He can't even abide by the gun laws that are on the books. He can't even force his son to abide. He won't even step up. And you know what, he when, he when he was asked about that, he said, I'm very proud of my son. He's never done anything wrong. To hell, he hasn't. Joe's the very first one that should be saying, take your ass to jail, boy. I mean, if Joe had integrity. See, that's the issue. If Joe had integrity, he would say, lock him up. That little SOB of mine, he already violated gun laws, and I want guns taken away from law-abiding citizens in this country. And he's stepping around the gun laws that exist now. How in the hell can I get added gun laws when my son is violent? Go to jail, boy. Go learn your lesson. I'm not going to have it. But did Joe do that? No, Joe didn't do that. Joe said, oh, he's just a good kid. He's a good little boy. And I, I, I'm so proud of him. You're proud of him for violating the gun laws that you want more people. You want stronger and stricter gun laws, and he can't even abide by the ones that are on the books right now. What the hell are you talking about? Somebody want to challenge me on that? Feel free. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. How did a potentially deadly uh, poison... Make it into the White House. How did that happen? Again, I'll tell you. You want to find out. Take your attention off of whether this was Hunter or not, because I believe it was. Who else has got the track record? But whatever, what, whoever it was, even if it was some staffer, you put the attention on, on the Secret Service, and you call into their question the ability to do their job, and why the hell are we paying you guys so much money to protect this building when somebody can bring in a, a zipper bag, not some little tiny, tiny pouch you stick in your pocket, a zipper bag full of cocaine. That's what I want to know. And, in fact, if Joe had any integrity, that's what Joe would be saying. <laughs> These grandchildren except for one, that I so love, except for one, um, I, I want them protected when they're in this White House. How the hell did that get in here, is what Joe should be saying. But instead, he's laughing in your face. Every time something like this happens, this family, Joe, Jill, Hunter, they either laugh in your face or they give you the finger, and which means the same thing, the same thing. I believe, you know, that look to me... That's it. I don't know if Hunter was doing a bump on the balcony during the 4th of July thing. It looks like it to me. I've been around it. I've seen guys do it. 
Okay? I've been in the entertainment business 60 years. I've seen guys do it. That's what it looks like. To me, if that's what that was, then he was giving you the middle finger during the 4th of July celebration when he knew all the cameras were going to be on him, and they knew they had found that cocaine by then, and he's like, can't get me, baby. Look at me. Quick break. 210-599-5555. I have to tell you about this stuff that I've discovered called Toro Men's Skin Care. I'm loving this stuff. It's one of the best finds that I have come across in years. I'm not kidding you about this. It is a luxury skincare line for men that's affordable. None of the girly, girly perfumes in there and all that other stuff. It's the real deal. And I I don't know what you're like, but I'm not going to stand at a mirror for two and a half hours trying to take care of my face. No, you don't have to. It takes me less than two minutes, actually. Face wash, moisturizer, a little bit of eye cream, uh, you know, the aftershave, the beard oil, all of that stuff is all part of this uh, Toro skincare line for men. It's going to help you take your grooming routine to the next level. If you're not doing this, guys, you really should be. We're in the South Texas sun. If you're like me, I'm out on the motorcycle or I'm working outdoors or whatever. Your skin is taking a beating from the sun. And Toro Cosmeceuticals with Toro Men's Skin Care is going to help you repair your skin where you're going to look better. And when you look better, you feel better. You, but you're going to be protecting your skin better, too. Just log online, toroskincare.com, toro, like the bull, toroskincare.com. Use my name, Ware, W-A-R-E, as your promo code, and you get 20% off your first order. Try it out. Try it out. See if you like it. I love this stuff. I really do. I use it every day, twice a day. Love it. toroskincare.com, Ware, W-A-R-E. Your attic in the 50 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Hey, my uh, my voicemail here at the radio station is 210-654-5155. Would you call that number and say the pledge for me? And then listen for yourself at 550 and 650 on weekday mornings. 210-654-5155. Now, this is one of those rhetorical questions. I brought this up before based on what people have in law enforcement have have told me before about human trafficking, particularly uh, child trafficking. And um, and I, I'm just going to, it's a rhetorical question, so I don't expect a real answer on this. Why is and has Hollywood and the media been doing everything in their power to stop and now slander sound of freedom? Well, again, rhetorical question, they don't want you to see it. They don't want it out there. They tried to stop it because there are plenty of people in that industry, both industries, that either are well aware of or a part of child human trafficking in America. The number one consumer on planet Earth of child trafficking is the United States of America. And I have been told by people in the, in the uh, position to know that very powerful, very rich, very well-known people are at the heart of it, that they feed off of it and have been for many, many years feeding off of it. I've been told that that's one of the reasons that you want, we're coming up on four years that Epstein was killed. Four years. You haven't seen one name off of his client list, have you? Now, I know Prince Andrew and that whole thing and Bill Clinton with his picture in that little dress that he wore that, you know, he Epstein had hanging in his, uh, in his uh, lobby area of his house. All, all that kind of stuff, you know, and Bill on the Lolita Express with the girl sitting on his lap and all that kind of I know. I, I, I know all that stuff. We, we all know all that stuff because we all saw it. 
but how come we haven't seen the list of clients that would fly over there to that island and partake in youthful sex on that island? How come? Well, because they're very powerful and they're very rich. And that's the main reason that I know in my own heart Epstein didn't kill himself. No. <laughs> so The Sound of Freedom, Jim Caviezel's movie, that he has said over and over again, this is the most important movie I've done since The Passion of the Christ. And that was a really important movie at that time. He said, this is the most important movie I've done about child trafficking. Too many of our kids, too many of our children are taken off the streets. And, and there are stories that go about, about, you know, tunnels underneath cities, tunnels underneath amusement parks and things like that, where children are drug into those places and then taken away, never to be seen or heard from again. And I'm not going to get it, you know, it's before 6 o'clock in the morning, so I'm not going to get into the gory details about what happens here. <clears throat> but this is a movie about saving children from human trafficking. It is a movie that is selling out all across America. It is a movie that people are standing up during the movie on a number of occasions, giving standing ovations and cheering for the good guys. It is a true movie about good and evil. You know what? Caviezel says it was done five years ago. It was originally a Disney movie, and they said, we don't want any part of this. Isn't that interesting? And it took them five years to get it to market, to get it released, because Hollywood and the media have done everything in their power to keep it from being released. And now that it has been released, they're doing everything in their power to slander it and talk you out of seeing this movie. Which just tells me that if Hollywood and the media are telling me not to do something or if they're slandering something, that tells me that you need to see this movie. Sound of Freedom. Could be, could be the most important movie of our time because of just how big and bad and horrible the problem of child trafficking is in our country. Sound of Freedom. Now, I don't know if any screens in San Antonio are playing it. I know it's being played in New Braunfels. It's uh, some of their screens up there. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sadowski for... Hit it. You know, he got that steel sound. Don knows this. I bet Don knows this. How he got that. Turn it back up for a second, Jimmy. Listen, steel on steel. Hear how that is steel on steel? And they were very thick gauge strings. I think they were like 14 gauge strings, which there's a great story, just to divert from all the heavy stuff of the day, there's a great story. Billy Gibbons and B.B. King switched guitars one time. In other words, Billy got to play Lucille. And as B.B. was playing Billy's guitar, this was a long time ago, back in the early 70s, B.B. said to him, why are you working so hard, boy? Those things, those strings are too thick. You need to make those strings smaller. You need to get down at around a six gauge or something. And Billy said, I always thought you had to have those really thick strings to get that blues sound. And B.B. said, ah, oh, man, you're working too hard. So what Billy did was he did, he went down in gauge, smaller diameter wire string, and started playing with a quarter. And that gave that really good janka, 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 like like in Lagrange, dan, 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 dan. That's a, that's a quarter. Well, Stevie used to grab a peso, and he would smash it with a hammer to thin it out to make it thin, and that would be his pick. That's what he played. So that's how you get that steel on steel. That's Stevie playing with a smack hammer smash peso. Did you know? You knew that. 
everybody. I mean, you know, people who know the music business know that w- that was one of his keys to doing that. Right. Plus all the distortion from the amps that he could get in there. <laughs> you know, he had those amps so distorted <laughs> when they're sitting there silent with no music yeah. playing. They're <laughs> And in the meantime, Stevie Ray's roommate's like, what the hell happened to my coin collection? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what? Man, I had a very expensive Mexican coin yeah. collection. What happened to him? That's exactly yeah. right. That's true. Anyway, let me dive into the heavy stuff of the day. I, I just like to divert every once in a while so you're not just beat up with heavy stuff. Cocaine at the White House. Now, let me tell you what I think. This is just personal conjecture, okay? But I think it's hunters, all right? Possibly if they found it in the cubby hole, like they're saying now. Remember, it started out in the family library, and now it's in a cubby hole where everybody, well, my gosh, everybody goes through there. People traipse through there all day long. Okay, so possibly doing a bump in a cubby hole, <laughs> seriously, and leave the baggie behind. That could, could happen. Now, I'm just tossing stuff out here. But here's the real question. The question is not whether or not it's hunters. I mean, that's one of the questions, but it's not the main question. If you, America, if you want to find out whose cocaine it was in the White House, and I'll tell you why that's important in just a minute. This is not some small, insignificant question. But if you want to find out whose it was, put the spotlight on the Secret Service and ask the question, can the Secret Service protect that building and its inhabitants or not? which is the very question that Joe Biden should be screaming right now. Screaming. I've got a wife. I've got children. I've got grandchildren in here, all except one of them that I don't really care about. You know, that one I don't care. You know, anything can happen to her. But the rest of these people in here I care about. Let's find out who the hell did this. But instead, they're playing tiddlywinks with, was it hunters? We all, in our own hearts and minds, well, at least, in, okay, in my heart and mind, it's hunters, okay? He's got a track record. And he's got a track record of leaving evidence behind. <laughs> he walks off and forgets laptops and pictures of himself with his junk hanging out with hookers and, you know, all that. So he leaves all that stuff behind. So why, why would you be surprised if he left some coke behind? Of course he would. The other question is, what else are they doing while we are so distracted? So here's the deal. Will the Secret Service fall on their sword? Because the real story here, I'm telling you what the real story is. The real story is, can they protect that building? And that's what needs to be called into question, and the people in that building. And I'm going to tell you they can. This is their Secret Service's integrity. And the questions are about their abilities, not about if Hunter is leaving cocaine around. Hunter's giving you the finger. <laughs> that's what he's doing. Joe's laughing at you. That's what he's doing. They think this is funny as hell. They can get away with this stuff. But the reason this is important, you know this, could have just as easily been ricin or anthrax. Enough ricin to put on the back of your fingernail is enough to kill everybody in the White House. So this is up to the Secret Service to tell you. And now that the White House is telling you it's going to take several weeks to figure this out, and, and Politico had a report from the White House yesterday that we may never find out who this was. I guarantee you, the American people, if it was anthrax or ricin, the American people would be losing their minds, and the Secret Service would be telling you. You would have known already. You would have known already, because they know already. <laughs> That's the most observed building on planet Earth, on planet Earth, inside and out. 
inside and out. So the White House is saying the investigation will take several weeks. Why? Well, we know it wouldn't take several weeks if it was anthrax, if it was ricin. They're telling you that because Hunter's court date on this deal he made on breaking our gun laws, isn't that ironic that his dad is screaming for more gun laws and Hunter can't even abide by the gun laws that are on the books and he gets a pass. But anyway, his court date's coming up. I believe it's July 28th. Elaine, will you check me on that? I'm pulling that out of my head, but I believe it's July 28th. That's when his court date is. So if they can delay this investigation, because you know the use of and the possession of illegal drugs, well, guess what? That would do away with this whole deal he's got with court. It's getting him off the hook. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if they can delay it for a few weeks until after that deal is signed off on by the judge, then Hunter is scot-free. But if the information comes out that it was Hunter's before the 28th, is it the 28th? 26th in Delaware. Okay, I was off by two days. I try to remember everything, but it's hard. <laughs> so this is what I said on my show yesterday. I repeated it to Sean as I was leaving yesterday. I'm guessing they already have a fall person, okay? Now, this is how it works, all right? When they have a fall person, let's just say it is hunters, just for sake of argument. They get some low-level staffer around there. Could be the guy running the vacuum cleaner. Could be somebody that's working there, trying to work their way up in the in the infrastructure. But a low-level staffer, and they make them an offer they can't refuse. You either cop to this, and we'll get you off, the slap on the wrist, or you can do 20 years in Leavenworth. Or you cop to this, and we'll get you off with a slap on the wrist, or you can go to Dealey Plaza and ride around in a car without a roof on it. That's the kind of stuff. This is the hardball that they play. This is how it works. So my guess is they've already got the fall guy or girl or fall person, whatever. That's what they're going to do. But the, the, the ones who are really on the hot seat, as far as I'm concerned, the ones who are on the hot seat is Secret Service. And if you want to find out whose it is and what happened, then you'll pressure the Secret Service to tell you who it was and what happened. The truth the question is, will they fall on their sword and will they? Will the Secret Service lie to you to protect Hunter? Because what that amounts to then is everybody in the infrastructure of our government is lying to protect Hunter Biden, if it is his. Yeah, Hunter has a third related gun charge. He's not expected to be prosecuted at all. Now, that's a, that's a whole other issue I want to get into is that Hunter is, has violated our gun laws left and right, and his daddy is screaming from our gun laws. Screaming that you need to lose your gun <laughs> and your ability to protect your family. But he's totally happy with his son violating, breaking our gun laws. Anyway, now the other question that I have, and you can look this up for yourself. I, I sent it to, to, uh, to, to Jimmy and to Elaine. I thought I sent it to you, Don. But anyway, it's a video of them on the balcony, the, the, the Biden family on the balcony, 4th of July. This was after the cocaine was discovered. It was discovered on Sunday. This is them on Tuesday. Truman Balcony watching the fireworks at the White House. Hunter hands his baby girl, the one he claims, over to, I guess, his wife or nanny. I don't know, whoever. And he turns around and he sniffs his wrist and then rubs his nose. Now, I've been in the entertainment business for 60 years. 
radio, television, music, movies, you name it, I've been around it. And I've seen guys take a bump. I'm not saying he took a bump. I'm not saying that. But if he did, it'd look exactly like that. (laughs) That's exactly what it would look like. And it would be consistent with Hunter saying, I'm untouchable. Here's two middle fingers at you, America. I know you're watching me right now. Watch these fireworks, and here's my two middle fingers coming right back at you. That would be totally consistent with Hunter Biden and who he is, Mr. Untouchable. Mr. I never have to pay for any of my sins or crimes. He and his daddy are the lowest scumbags that have ever been inside of Washington, D.C., both of them. And that's saying something because some low-life scumbags have really gone through Washington, D.C., and they are untouchable. Both of them are untouchable. Yes, sir. The two weeks you're talking about that it's going to take, the only way you can get a tour of the White House is through a request from a member of Congress and then congressional tour coordinator. So there's already a list, and there's only six tours a day from 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Only uh, Tuesday through Saturday, Sunday and Monday, there's no tours. The number three item on banned stuff to come into the White House. Bags of any kind, including fanny packs and clutches. Well, here's the deal. Uh, and this is why this is on the Secret Service, and the, we ought to be training our attention on the Secret Service. Everybody who goes in there goes through magnetometers, both handheld and I've been there, and magnetometers that you walk through like at the airport, x-ray machines, and they check your pockets, except for family. Because that's their house. So you can take that for what you want and decide what you're going to do with that. But that's how that works when you go into the White House. Like I mentioned to you yesterday, he's got a little bit more than snacks in that little red backpack. That's exactly right. That little red backpack. (laughs) He's not carrying Lunchables. That's exactly right. He's got snacks in there, but (laughs) there's something different. So, I mean, I think that's what you're dealing with here. And, and, Jimmy, all that stuff you just mentioned should not take weeks to figure out, right? They know already. They've seen the video. They've already looked at the baggie. And I guarantee you, if we were talking about ricin, which it very easily could have been, and everybody in there, including the president and his wife and the cabinet that would be there and all the staff, they'd all be dead today, you would know. It wouldn't take them weeks to figure that one out. They got to get past July 26. <laughs> they can get past July 26, and Hunter and the judge signs off on that plea agreement. Then Hunter is, is free to go if it's his. If it's his, we don't know, do we? I believe it was, but that's okay. It could be, you know, could, we, I could be proven wrong. It could be some staffer that you know, some kid that wants to work his way up through there and decided to take himself a hit. I don't know. Could have been. Could have been anybody. Could have been somebody on the cabinet. I doubt all of those things because those people, well, first of all, are not that brazen. Second of all, unless it's just an orgy party in the in the White House every single day, unless it's just a big swingers club up there, which it was during Bill Clinton's time, unless it's that, they're leaving, and if they're going to do a bump, they're going to do it in a car, they're going to do it down you know, back at their apartment or something like that. They're not the last place in the world those people are going to do a bump unless it's just out of control in the White House. And if it is, we got bigger problems. Okay, If that's a big uh, swinger palace up there, we got bigger problems. 
All right, 210-599-5555. More in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. My name is Jackie, and after years suffering with... Say, you want to say anything about this stuff, uh, just give me a call. 210-599-5555. I'm getting a lot of texts, man. So let me run through some of these texts, all right? ABC News, 6 a.m., no place is safe. Be afraid. Mass shootings everywhere. Turn in your guns. Rodney says that. Uh, Next. Uh, uh, Quick, someone asked Elon Musk if this is what he meant by warning someone normal in the White House. (laughs) Okay. Let's see here. They already know whose Coke it was. Yep, they sure do. Absolutely they know. (laughs) The question is, what is their story going to be? Because if the the Secret Service doesn't already know whose Coke it is, right, we have huge problems. Then then they cannot protect that building, and they cannot protect the inhabitants in that building. And now we need to take care of the Secret Service, get rid of them, and replace them with some agency who can. So I have more faith and trust and confidence in the Secret Service than that. I just do. Uh, nobody's bringing cocaine in there unless it's somebody who can bring cocaine or anthrax or ricin, okay? Uh, and, and it takes far less ricin to wipe out everybody in that building than it did the amount of cocaine they found. Great show as always, Mr. Ware. My que- thank you for that. My question is, this is one of the most secure places we have. Where is all the camera surveillance? Well, they have it. And there's tons of it, and the president walks by those cubby holes a lot, a lot. In fact, his uh, his 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 uh, motorcade parks right outside that portico there, and he walks by in and out of that building all the time to get to the motorcade. Morning, Trey. Have everyone post on social media your questions about the abilities of the Secret Service to protect the White House. Well, that's a good that's a good point because I think that's how you found out the, you find out the truth. You get it off of this nonsense they're going through. Was it Hunters? We don't know who who might have been. You want to find out? Put the heat on the Secret Service. This is their job. This is why they are funded uh, to keep stuff like this out of the White House. You want you want to find out in a hurry. That's what you do. You put the attention on Secret Services. Hey, how do you feel? And that's what I'd be doing if I was the president. I'd be screaming, man. I'd have their butts in my office so fast their heads would be spinning. How did this crap make it in here? I want to know right now because it could have easily been ricin or anthrax or a million other things that are produced out there can kill a bunch of people. So, Joe, yesterday just kind of sat there in the Oval Office and stared off into space. And they all said, what's up, Joe? Why aren't you answering this? Because he can't, folks. (laughs) Look in a man's eyes. There's nothing left in there. So he stares into space with this grin on his face, just gone. And that's what we have. Meanwhile, somebody's bringing a banned substance into the White House. Now, whether you think it ought to be banned or not, that's a different that's a different topic for a different time. We can talk about that later. The fact of the matter is it is banned, and there will be people today who are going to be arrested for cocaine, either possession or selling or whatever, trafficking. There will be people arrested for that today. And for it to make it in the most secure building on planet Earth, uh, yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying it one little bit. By the way, on a quick uh, other note, Joe Biden and the administration has increased the number of migrants that are allowed into the USA, USA to claim asylum. Instead of encountering them down at the borders with all, border with all that numbers we used to see, you know, the big dailies, what they're doing is all now through an app. 
So you're talking about it started at 1,000 a day. It went up to 1,250 a day on the app. Now we're up to 1,450 a day, and Biden's administration is trying to make it unlimited on the app, the number of people that can uh, claim asylum on the app instead of in person. And if they're claiming on the app, you don't have the big backlog at the border. Claim it on the app. Get here. Show the app on your really expensive iPhone. Uh, I'm so poor. I'm looking for a better life. I want to come here and mow yards with my really expensive iPhone 82 or whatever it is now. 15, 16, whatever it is. Yeah, okay. You ain't fooling this South Texas country, boy. Trump is now leading Biden in several swing states, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, all states that Biden allegedly won in 2020, swing states that you have to win to win the presidency. FM 78 Auto Center. Boy, that's the place to take your vehicle for any work you need done, repairs, or just maintenance. They do it all at FM 78 Auto Care. Everything from oil changes to putting in a whole new engine, whether it's AC work, like you want to have your AC, uh, you know, ticked up a notch, it's going to be 100 and some odd degrees the next several days. You want it supercharged. Trip checks if you're going somewhere. Window tinting to darken it up inside. They do it all. And you, they use only uh, quality Napa, O'Reilly, and dealer-certified parts, two-year, 24,000-mile warranties, what you get nationwide. And you never have to wonder about your car repairs at FM78 Auto Center. You get a digital visual inspection right on your phone. You see up-to-date pictures, up-to-the-minute pictures that show your vehicle, the parts, the condition, the issues, and the repairs that they are doing at FM78 Auto Center. Great, 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 great people. They I allow them to work on my stuff, and that says a lot. So check them out. They're easy to get to on FM78 right across the, uh, the Walmart and Converse. That's FM78 Auto Center. If you're thinking about retiring soon, be sure. 637 now, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, Trayware page, KTSA.com, and 210-599-5555, 210 55, 55. Okay, so here we go. We talk about the Bidens being just terrible people. And Joe Biden has been a terrible person his entire political career, and Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. His son is as well. His son impregnated a, a former stripper, had the baby, thank God, that she carried the pregnancy through. And a baby's name, she's a beautiful little blonde girl by the name of Navy. She is the cutest bug you have ever seen in your life. She's so cute. That would make seven grandchildren for Papa Joe. Now, most of you know my situation. Both of my my children are dead. But I have two fantastic, wonderful, out-of-this-world, knockout, beautiful granddaughters. They're the best thing, man. They're the, they, they the best thing going. <laughs> and thank God for, for both of them because they kept us going. When, many times when I wanted to quit, they kept us going. And they just something else. There's nothing like being a grand dude. <laughs> grand dude. I love it. I'm so proud of that. And even if they weren't so awesomely beautiful and talented and wonderful human beings that my two granddaughters are, I'd still be proud of them because they're my granddaughters. Now, those of you who are grandparents, you know. You know the feeling. There's nothing like it. 
and all the rules that you had in place for your kiddos about keeping stuff neat and clean and all that, all that's gone, isn't it? <laughs> None of that matters. They can have cake at 6 a.m. for breakfast if that's what they want. Stay up half the night watching whatever they Right? Right. Because that's what grandparents do. And um, you're proud of them. And you, and you know what else you do? Because Elaine and Jimmy and Donna tell you, I do it all the time, you brag about them. Wow, do you talk about your grandkids, man? Because that's just, what an accomplishment. You know what else it means? It means your legacy is going to continue as well, that, that it doesn't end with you. And you just, I talk about, I, I just, I'll take my phone into a lane every once in a while, just show them a picture, turn around, walk out. Won't I? Is that not true? Because, man, you're just proud of your grandkids. Unless your last name is Biden. In the White House yesterday, Corrine Jean-Pierre was asked about beautiful blue-eyed Navy, and this is what Corrine Jean-Pierre had to say. There was a story in the New York Times over the weekend about Hunter Biden's daughter in Arkansas. Uh, does the president acknowledge this little girl as his granddaughter? I don't have anything to share from here. I don't have anything to share from here. Does the president acknowledge his granddaughter? Now, here's why this is a news story right now. Joe Biden has sent the word out to his staff and to the media who works for him in, a, in their propaganda machine. Do not acknowledge her. Do not say her name. Do not even acknowledge her existence. You are not to. You will be fired, he has told people who work at the White House, if you acknowledge her existence. That's one of the reasons why Corrine Jean-Pierre, that transformative, amazing historical figure, Corrine Jean-Pierre, won't even acknowledge her from the podium because she's been told, your ass will be canned if you do. This is the same Joe Biden that once again on the 4th of July and the week before and two weeks before that and a month before that stood in front of the American people and said, they're all our children. They are the kite strings that we're holding on to as they float over our heads. How many times has he used that speech? He'll claim your child, he'll claim your grandchild, but he won't claim his own. And he will fire anybody. I cannot imagine walking in here and telling Elaine, I'll fire you if you mention my granddaughters. Jimmy, you're out if you mention one of my grandchildren. Don, your history if you mention one of my grandchildren. I can't imagine doing that. Can I, what, what, what kind of evil, evil abides in somebody's soul to say that about your own flesh and blood? How, how horrific of a human being do you have to be? And I'd like to remind you of one thing. In the 2020 election, we heard from the media that colluded with the Democrats to elect Joe Biden. We heard so many times from them and from Joe's own lips how he would return decency to the White House. That's it. I will return decency because Trump is the most indecent person that's ever been in the White House. Ever. So I'm going to return decency to the White House. And let's look at that track record. At a tranny event a few weeks ago with children, children, children on the White House lawn. And you had a guy who had fake boobs 
walking around with showing those fake boobs to everybody on the White House lawn. We now have cocaine found right outside his office. Cocaine. And we have him telling staffers, you will be fired if you acknowledge that I have a seventh grandchild. And I encourage you, look her up. She's the cutest thing in the world. How can you look at her and say, I want nothing to do with you? Now, it's one thing to say that. It's one thing to say, look, we we don't have any connection with her. She is our granddaughter, but we don't have any connection with her. We don't have a family connection. We're not, you know, we don't do, they're not coming for Thanksgiving. It's one thing to say that. It's another to say, I don't even acknowledge her existence. That's one of the worst things you can do to a human being. I don't even acknowledge that you are even here. Wow. Between boobs on the White House lawn and coke outside the president's office, and now I'll fire you if you acknowledge I have a seventh grandchild. You call that decency? Would you call that decent? Would you? Because that's not in this South Texas boy's thinking. That's, that's not decent. That's pure grade-A scumbag trash is what that is. All of what I just described. And the coup de grace, cherry on top, is denying this little girl even exists. You don't have to do anything with her. You don't have to have her on a treatment balcony with you. You don't have to be parading around the White House. But you tell staffers, you're gone if you even mention her name, if you even mention that she exists. That's the president of the United States who wants to be reelected. Are you going to do something about that? Or are you going to allow him to waltz right back into office for another four years? And we'll tell you about Amogee Bank. Amogee is clear-cut a great, great family bank. Nancy and I first started doing business with Amogee Bank years ago when we refinanced our home loan, our mortgage. And, boy, it was one of the smartest financial decisions we ever made because Amogee made it so easy for us to understand. They made the process so easy to do, and we refinanced our home, and very, very positive results came from that. Since that time, we've done plenty of business with Amogee Bank, and I will be doing plenty of business going forward with Amogee Bank because I'm just a huge fan. I feel like a family member, actually, and that's what, I, that's what I mean when I say they're your family bank because they take care of families, whether it's private family business or you have a, a family business. Nancy and I were talking about the travel company yesterday, and, and uh, you know, Amogee is just a big part of, of helping families do family-run businesses, the internal workings of your family business, but also the financing that you need to advance your family business for all the success in the world. They're there for you every day, more than 80 branch locations around, and, of course, their main location is at 281 at some over by the airport. I hope you'll uh, give them a shot. I hope you'll go by and check them out. That's Amogee Bank, Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey, Trey Ware here, and right now at the Uvalco, my own voicemail here at the station, my direct line, uh, 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. Would you mind calling and saying the pledge there on my voicemail? And then listen for yourself at 550 and 650 each weekday morning. 210 210- Six five four fifty one fifty five, and thank you very much for doing it. Let's go to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Carl Eggers, CreatingRicherLives.com, is joining us to talk about uh, the world of business and finance today. What's going on in the world of business today, Carl? Well, we uh, we got it through the first half of the year, Trey, and it's uh, 
it's really been a tale of two markets. I mean, we had, you know, last year, the, the stock market, of course, was, was really tough for many people. Their 401ks went down, stocks went down, bonds went down, and pretty much everything went down. This year, it's the complete opposite. Almost everything is going up, but we're really seeing a huge divergence between the things that are working and the things that aren't. And we're, unfortunately, in my opinion, we're in another bubble. Um, and this one is surrounded by everything AI. So you're seeing those big technology stocks. You know, technology stocks were up 35, 40% just in the first half of this year. Um, and it's, you know, it was crypto a few years ago. And uh, now it's, in, of course, it was the meme stocks during the pandemic. And now it seems to be AI. If any company mentions they're doing AI anywhere in their press conferences, their earnings releases, their stocks seem to be doing very well. And so, you know, the economy is still, I, I think, weakening and giving us some signs. And there's plenty of stocks that are not doing well this year. So overall, the market's really bifurcated. But you certainly have another bubble forming. And, and to me, that's an unhealthy uh, environment. So still watching that. I think this is a, a classic case of why, even though we see all these things going on in the world, we see problems going on in the economy, things weakening. We have inflation, all these issues. And yet the stock market had a pretty darn good first half of the year. That's why we diversify, right? Because we don't know when things are going to turn. But I would say I'm still leaning in the cautious camp. There's no doubt about it. I think there's plenty of ways investors can earn money now because interest rates are higher. They can do it in a safer manner than they could, you know, two years ago. And I would be, I would be patient here. And, and I think, again, I would not have FOMO when it comes to some of these large cap technology stocks that everybody seems to be it's the popular trade i totally agree thank you carl we appreciate it carl eggers creating richalliance.com and if you get fomo you can get a, a shot for that by the way the doctor can cure that a couple of things touch on that he was just talking about that are in the news today first of all there seems to be a pushback on all this uh, non this woke nonsense uh, larry fink over at blackrock he won't even talk about esg anymore he's the biggest pusher of esg and businesses they bought up a lot of businesses and he he was making them do all this esg stuff and he's not stopping doing it he's just backing off from making it such a public thing anheuser-busch is down disney is down uh all these people are having stock issues and business issues because they all went woke and now there's a big push against all that uh, stuff right now so that's pretty good he mentioned ai as well google says it's going to scrape everything posted online to train their ai they changed google went in and overnight changed their privacy policy privacy policy with google used to just say stuff about how you know you post this here we can basically use it and sell it to marketers and blah 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 blah, blah. that basically was the privacy policy now they've added to the privacy policy that anything that has ever been posted online we can now go out and capture it and use it to train ai in other words have AI examine your blog post from 10 years ago, if you put up a blog post, or a comment on somebody's Facebook page from five years ago, you made a comment, and they take all that, and AI aggregates all that to learn. See, that's what AI is doing right now. It's learning and learning and learning, but unlike a human being where it takes 
an entire lifetime to learn. We we put people you know under pressure for 18 years to learn in a in a formal environment, and then after that another four to seven years in that type of environment. Uh, it, AI can learn all of that in a mere second or two. It can take in all that information, and that's what Google announced overnight that they are doing is going out everything that's everything that's ever been put on the internet is going into AI, and AI is learning how to be this super brain that humans will not even be able to touch, will not even be around. I mean, it's amazing what they're going to be able to do with AI, and they're training it every single day. So that's, you know, Carl was talking about AI and how these companies that are on the forefront of it, they're making a lot, a lot, a lot of money right now, and their stock is going really, really high. It's just going to be interesting to see how we control it in the future and what that means for all of us. Meanwhile, as far as the Biden economic picture is concerned, only 3 in 10 Americans, so 30%, believe that Joe Biden's economy is a good one. The poll asked, how would you describe the nation's economy these days? Only 30% said Biden's economy is good. 69% said it was poor. 1% said that's neither good nor poor. In addition, the poll found only 34% approved of Biden's management of the economy. 64% said they disapprove. Well, there's every reason in the world to disapprove about what he's been doing in the economy and how he wants to control your life. From the kind of stove that you cook on to the kind of car that you drive to when you travel and where you travel and where you go and how you get there, Joe Biden is trying to control every single aspect of your life. And again, when I say Joe Biden, you know I'm talking about the administration, which I happen to believe is Barack Obama and Susan Rice, people like that, uh, Valerie Jarrett. They've been behind the scenes pulling the, the strings on Joe Biden since he became president of the United States. Basically, he's such a low life. He has allowed himself to be controlled through his entire political career. And it's showing up now in who we are as a nation. We've never been in such a low point as a country, ever in the history of the United States. So we'll talk more about the Coke in the White House. We'll talk about this Colorado supermarket employee. And Florida banned affirmative action and race gender for college admission back in 1999. And the results are in are how that works. And we'll tell you more about that coming up. Where in Ryman next, KTSA. Are you feeling overwhelmed after your car wreck? 